the end of the day, my big brother committed suicide over a business failing. Um, so you can imagine when I'm helping business owners and young entrepreneurs. Welcome to Men of Abundance, the podcast for those looking to level up their lives by hanging out with some of the greatest leaders and established professionals in our community, living a life of integrity, honor, and the abundance mentality. Prepare to pay it forward with your host, former army medic turned lifestyle entrepreneur, Wally Carmichael. What's up? What's up, Men of Abundance? I am Wally Carmichael, your founder and host of the Men of Abundance podcast, the Pay It Forward community, proving to you that you can, in fact, live a life of abundance and prosperity in family, faith, finances, and fitness. Now, this conversation I'm sharing with you today is with my mentor and has been for the last year or so. And I do want to apologize up front for some of the audio because I don't know if it was the platform that I was using or if the internet connection wasn't perfect on my end or his end. For whatever reason, there are some small little gaps every once in a while in the conversation. But please don't let that detract from the conversation, from the message, because the message in this conversation is very powerful. And I want to encourage you to not just hear it, but actually listen to it and then apply some of the strategies that are shared in the conversation. Now, as you know, others are going to want to hear this conversation as well. So be abundant in your actions today and share this episode as well as other episodes of Men of Abundance. Share Men of Abundance with others so that they can get access to these amazing conversations and possibly enhance their mindset and their life. They will thank you for it. And I'm telling you, I personally thank you for it. In addition, take just a few minutes, it seriously takes just a minute or two to hop over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. It pushes us up in the search engines and it lets me know somebody's actually out there listening. Well, I do know that because I watch the the data every once in a while and I'm blown away as to how many countries people are downloading Men of Abundance and listening to these conversations. It's It's about 90 countries at this point. And it's just mind-blowing. So thank you for that. Thank you for all of those who are leaving a rating and review and sharing Men of Abundance with others because it is a very powerful message we're sharing here and others do need to hear it. And one last thing before I introduce our future guest to you, and that is for business owners specifically, hop over to Abundance and Prosperity Business Mastery Podcast. Get subscribed to ensure that you catch every single episode where I'm sharing 15, maybe 20 minutes of a business strategy that you can apply in your business that day. Now, I do have a couple over there that are a little bit longer. For instance, one coming up this Friday, which is a conversation with somebody that I've been working with and helping her in her marketing efforts and business strategies. She's going to share her story, what's going on in her business, and what it's been like working with me so far so that you can get a taste and an understanding of what that's like. So whatever your favorite podcast player is, subscribe to Abundance and Prosperity Business Mastery. And of course, make sure you're subscribed to Men of Abundance as well. Now, our featured guest today, on top of being one of my mentors, is also the chairman of Leader Publishing Worldwide and the editor-in-chief of the Six Figure Coach Magazine. He has built a $5.5 million coaching company, franchised his first coaching business at the age of 33, currently has over 700 business coaches in 24 countries that license his online coaching and lead generation system. He specializes in helping business coaches grow beyond six figures and many into seven figures. 
He's also the host of a brand new podcast called Business Coaching Secrets with Carl Bryan. If you happen to be a business coach, I highly recommend that podcast where Carl and Road Dog are laying down some amazing value bombs. Go check it out. Men of Abundance, it is my honor to introduce you to Carl Bryan. Carl, welcome to Men of Abundance, brother. How are you doing? Yo-ho, doing good, Wally. How are you doing, brother? Wonderful. Where are you at in the world? I'm in Kelowna, Canada, not too far from uh, Vancouver, which some of the folks might have heard of. Beautiful city named Vancouver, and I live about three hours from that three-hour drive. So in wow. Canada, that's 300 kilometers, and where you live, probably about 200 miles. Okay. I'm sure a couple people have heard of it. In fact, I got to give a shout out while I'm thinking about it to Mark Mawinney, because that's the crazy dude, the crazy Canadian that introduced the two of us. <laughs> is that right? I love Mark. He's a legend, man. A he legend. is. I was actually in his, just finished up with his coaching program. And then I think he had a webinar with you on. And when I saw what you was doing, I was just mind blown completely so we're going to get into some of that here in a minute i like to start out with an attitude of gratitude carl what do you have to be grateful for today uh what do i have well ironically enough my daughter and i every night we go to bed we uh we say three things to each other that we're uh we're grateful for so i'm going to say the air in my office the nice clean air um i'm going to say my business coaches that uh that work with us and believe in us and uh i'm going to say the health of my family how's that sound that sounds great. Absolutely amazing. And I'm honored to say that I'm one of those coaches in your network. <laughs> so, you know, before we got started here, I shared some, you know, some stuff about how you and I got connected and some professional stats and all that great stuff of what you do. But here on Men of Abundance, we really like to get to know the man behind the abundance. So if you would, how would you describe yourself? I describe myself. Anybody who's followed any of my emails or Facebook posts probably get a decent sense of that. But but I'm just look. I'm a guy who had a little bit of success as a business coach. Um, everything that I have in my world today, I can genuinely say I have uh, business coaching to to thank for. So I'm a guy that's super passionate about the business coaching industry and my family. By the way, I can't go on without saying them. But um, but I'm really passionate about the business coaching industry, and I I feel uh, indebted to it, and I'm wake up every morning trying to make it just a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. And I personally am privy to part of why you are so passionate and have so much uh, energy towards the coaching industry. And we're going to get into that here in just a minute. But well, let's let's get into it now. Let's, one of the questions that I like to ask actually is the kick in the gut moment. And this is the question and this is the moment in our life and sometimes moments, multiple, that change the trajectory of our, of our life and kind of make us decide which way we're going to go when we thought we were going another way. So if you would, yeah. share with the I'd, listeners a kick in the gut moment and really make us feel Yeah, I'd that. say so. Yeah, my big brother committed suicide when I was 16 years old, um, but I think my journey might be a little bit different than maybe some of the other kick-in-the-gut moments because I didn't go on a, it took me in a very bad, bad path, you know, very poor for a, a period of time, which is probably understandable for a young um, 16-year-old, but ultimately it's got me to where I'm at. Again, like my, at the end of the day, my big brother committed suicide over a business failing, um, so you can imagine when I'm helping business owners and young entrepreneurs um, to say that it's something that, you know, comes from, uh, you know, from a place of passion, I guess, 
Um, so I would say that as a kick in the gut moment, there's none bigger than that one. I've had multiple, by the way, and I think most of us have. But yeah, I'd have to say my uh, losing my big bro. I think of him every day, and uh, he inspires me to uh, be a better man and kind of live for two. So that's my kick in the gut moment, mate. Yeah, absolutely. And as I understand it, he was pretty young. You were much younger. What did that? What does that do to a family? And how does that you know how do you start the recovery process or does that ever even happen <laughs> i don't know how long do we have but it's a bit of an ugly one but no i might look the, the reality is this um because again the, the you know the story that's where it started and it it got uh like my my mother punished herself for the rest of her life she literally drank herself to death growing up my mother didn't even drink um she literally drank herself to death and um you know so it, it was a tough one it literally ripped the guts out of my family i grew up in a you know middle class family in a beautiful neighborhood and beautiful community that sort of stuff and like you know what it's, i was actually talking about this the other day i didn't move from the grade 1 so i started at you know my school in grade 1 a small uh, you know small town of 5000 people called Cochrane Cochrane Alberta Canada and um 5000 um folks and i went there from grade one to well grade 12 i took grade 11 off i went to a city school but came back grade 12 but after that like i moved so i never really moved and then i moved like 10 times in a period of like three years which was kind of crazy and it set the you know the wheels in motion for a young 16 year old kind of trying to find his way and you know to say that i was a little bit confused and frustrated like many a 16 to 19 year olds would be an understatement, but it was, it was a rough period, man. It was a rough period. So it, it shook the, shook the foundation. Yeah, I can imagine. And that was over, that all happened because of a failed business dealing. How did you yeah. end up getting into business and, and get to the point to where you are now in coaching and one of the top uh, business coaches in North America? Uh, I just so just at a young age. By the way, I super appreciate the kudos. I don't know that I necessarily agree, but I certainly appreciate it. Um, I would just. I was 14. And I was the guy running around washing windows, mowing lawns. I grew up like my parents were entrepreneurs, so I was very blessed. And you know, having like I was like I want to go find a job, and my dad's like, "There's a lawnmower. Walk around the neighborhood, knock on doors, and offer to mow the lawn." He goes, "You'll make three times as much money." Um, if not more. And uh, so so basically, I got started at a young age, and then I was actually very fortunate. I got sponsored by the president of National Small Business Australia when I was 21 years old, which is kind of neat, um, which, by the way, sounds probably a lot better than it is. Um, I was really just at the right place at the right time and had a pretty cool, um, you know, look after me and take me under his wing, taught me an insane amount about business forever dead to the man. Uh, but anyway, so so did that, and then kind of one thing went to the other. You know, I was a hockey player. I ended up owning a hockey rink in my own hockey shop, which is kind of a dream, I think, for a lot of athletes, right, to go and do something like that. That was pretty neat. Um, but then I then business coaching became a natural. But I I just think I got I had entrepreneurial um, roots, you know, with my family and my parents, and I think it was something that just made sense. You know, I'm just one of those people. I'm, yeah. I'm yeah, very genuinely. would be terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, you are fortunate to have had that. Being an entrepreneur mind, I guess I, I grew up on with an entrepreneur dad as well, but he just wasn't very successful in installing carpet and stuff like that. He was always doing odd jobs and everything. So, it, my mom always worked and always had the 
you know, employee mentality. So I just somehow ended up with this entrepreneur trait, if you will. And uh, it's it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Yeah, agreed, man. It's both. A little bit of both. It is. Man. It is. It is both. much easier to just go to work, put your nose to the grindstone and, and get the job done and go home. But I don't know. I just I love the, the excitement of it all. Yeah. So, so how are you paying it forward now, Carl? What are you doing now, and what is the impact that it's making? Well, just so business coaching is, you know, my thing. So, again, I see myself as, you know, the guy out there educating uh, business coaches. In fact, not long ago, here's a good one, but I was writing an email, and I used to do, like, a weekly email. And in my opinion, I think I really, you know, put a ton of value. And anybody that read my email and then went and executed, for the most part, you know, they would – they would profit at the end of that email, my mission and goal and then i was writing an email out and i was like you know it's like like i read other people's emails right i'm like this is like six gold nuggets that i'm delivering in one email and then i realized well hang on a second maybe as great as that is and how much maybe some of them appreciate it maybe some folks are reading it and because they're so you know six nuggets instead of one nugget maybe it's going over the top of some of their heads right and i was like i should really turn this into six emails and it was literally, it was like, I don't know, it was 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I'm just pumping out this email, and I'm like, I'm going to do an email a day, and then, like, I know myself pretty well, but when I make the pressure public, it happens. So I go, I'm going to do a daily email for a month. Here's the first one. And then I pumped it out, and then I woke up the next day and went, what did you just do? <laughs> right? Because I'm, you know, I'm pretty busy. You know, I got 700 mm -hmm. coaches. We're in 24 countries, and I'm not exactly looking for something to add to my to-do list, and most certainly not. Um, an email. And then I also don't like to just spit out an email. I like to provide some value. So a little bit of a riff there, but um, my daily emails, I would put into that category in terms of paying it forward. I spend a lot of time. I don't think you could very comfortably not pay me five cents and just follow the emails and follow the step-by-step -step, um, you know, implementation steps that I put right there in front of you. And I think you do it you know, very, very well. Um, but we do other things like my wife and I do what's called the paper bag project and every, um, like on our anniversary, December 27th, it's kind of our way of extending, um, Christmas out a little bit, but we, uh, we go and we make, we basically, um, provide lunches and meals for, uh, homeless folks. Um, so that's kind of a new thing, you know, a cool thing we done, you know, did that for a number of years and provided thousands of, um, of meals for, uh, homeless folks. And, uh, I'm, somewhat active with uh you know suicide obviously this is something that's very um you know close to my heart for painfully obvious reasons so i'm trying to pay it forward as best i can um i could always do better and i try to do better but i've got a few notches on the belt there in terms of what i'm doing on a you know daily weekly monthly basis to try and give back a little bit well i greatly appreciate that i really do i'm I, it's part of my mission of doing what i do is being a retired army medic for 25 years i either was saving lives or teaching people how to save lives and i feel that i'm doing the same thing with the same mission with helping business coaches these days i'm either saving marriages or saving lives certainly reducing stress that's for sure uh in many ways so i yes high five to that i agree so much people just don't realize that you know marriages break up from lack of money a hundred times more than they do lack of love the stress mm -hmm. like you just said the stress that it puts on the average family so as a business coach i just i think that gets lost at a very high level that you know we're in there and we're trying to provide them you know marketing direction and financial direction and this sort of thing at the end of the day if the business isn't going well 
dad or mom that are going home, you know, metaphorically in the fetal position, and just, you know, you've got that level of stress, you just can't be that, you know, you can't be father of the year and have that kind of stress. It's just, you know, it's very challenging. If, if you know what I mean, you're being affected in one area of your life, the, the other areas are getting affected as well. Yeah. Well, so, you know, people suicide. You know, in fact, that was um, Kyla Dillard is a, uh, a client of ours. She was, you know, she traveled around with Tony Robbins for a um, better part of a decade all around the world. And um, she was saying that the number one um, entrepreneur, it used to be dentist were the number one um, industry or what do you call it? Like, you know, category of entrepreneur that committed suicide. And now it's veterinarians. Wow. And um, yeah, I was kind of wow. Like, I was I didn't, aback, I didn't even consider quite that. Quite honest with you, but. Hmm. I wonder why that is exactly. Trying to bring across like entrepreneurs. Yeah, Mm -hmm. actually, she said it. Actually, interview you should uh, listen to on the certified call was pretty good. But basically, um, what she was saying is just like imagine you bring in your pup, and you're flat broke, and it needs surgery, and this surgery costs a lot of money for her. Like she, you know what I mean? Like she has you know vets and surgery and you know what I mean medicine. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Well. They go, oh, you just don't care about my pup. Oh, you're just in it for the money. Mm. And then they leave kicking and screaming and slamming the door and screaming that you don't care about my dog. And it's like, and this, she said, it happens with ridiculous consistency. Mm. And it's like, yeah, I so so that, and there's a few other it's and bits, but that one hit. I was just like, oh, I could totally see that dynamic. Mm. And I could, uh, you don't become a veterinarian when you're not someone who loves animals and somebody who really wants to help animals. Like, give me a break, right? But yeah. there's a line and there's only so much you can well, do and for to free. Me it, and it, it, that, honestly, it goes back to the owner of the pet because I'm going to pay whatever for my child. I can't say honestly you know, that I would do that for a pet. Yeah. That's just me personally, well, but I know some people feel differently about that. But yeah, I get that in either yeah. case. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so so there you go. But that's just but really the what we're getting at there is just that a lot of you know like entrepreneurs committing suicide mm-hmm. every single day. As a business coach, I really believe that you are saving lives, saving saving marriages, and keeping families together. As you said, and I. I congratulate you and high five for that because that's uh, it's an it's an unbelievable vocation, man. Unbelievable when done right. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and, and I'm feeling it. And just recently, I got connected with a guy that the community is helping me out with. Um, when I say the community, I mean uh, those of you who are listening. I'm connected in Carl's community, and I go in there and I ask questions. And I got this guy who's a painter, 24 years with his partner, and they're completely cash flow broke and and i couldn't imagine (laughs) i can't imagine how many wives he's gone through or how many divorces he's had i haven't had the personal conversation with him yet but the level of stress has just got to be tremendous based on what he shared with me and we connected on linkedin so we haven't talked in person yet so um yeah i just feel it i just know it's there yeah Oh, goodness. So <laughs> it gets pretty deep, man. And, but it's a, it's a wonderful <laughs> cause, and I'm more than happy to do it. Yeah. And I'm excited to be connected with you and, and, the, and the team because it just empowers me to go out and empower these other business owners. Carl, we're at the point where we're going to pay it forward to our abundant leaders. You ready to do that? You got it, bud. Let's go. Excellent. So share one to three actionable steps that men of abundance can take today. And this can be personal, business, or whatever you feel. Okay. Taxes. And I find that people don't spend five seconds a year or potentially in a lifetime understanding. Like they'll go start an MLM, okay, like a multi-level company on the side to try and make an extra five, 10, 20 grand per year. When in 
in actuality, if they just started to understand taxes, uh, especially the entrepreneurs listening, by the way, um, on another level, but just anybody learn taxes, you'd be able to, you'd put the 20 grand back into your bank account probably in record time. Um, just because you're an accountant isn't like your accountant, a bad accountant works for the government and sends you the bill, right? Let's put it that way. Um, so that's one thing that I would absolutely, um, suggest, uh, maybe on a second one, just cause I'm on that tangent, I would go refining your expenses. Once again, very similar vein to understanding taxes, but just taking time to understand where are you spending money? Very few families have taken the time to sit down with their credit card statements, go through their expenses, itemize them, work out what could be ruled out. Like what is important for our family? Where are our priorities? And I'm not talking to become, you know, and I most certainly am not the minimalist and I'm not suggesting anybody needs to do that. But I think that there's probably a lot of expenses um, that you're looking at on a monthly basis. Things like cable, when you could live on Netflix, and it depends on the individual situation. Um, but I, I just, when you take, like if you have a business and you eliminate an expense that was, you know, not necessarily related to new clients or the retention of clients, that money goes straight to the bottom line, like a shop and again, it's when I sit down with the average business owner, and again, I've been doing this for you know a couple, coming on a couple decades, um, I find that they haven't looked at their expenses. And when I say looked at them, they've looked at them, but they haven't looked at them from a critical point of view in 12 months, potentially three years in many cases. So think about they're ridiculous, right? But, but they go to how to make more money, how to make more money, how to make more money, right? Big mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I would say that um, just because I know that that just – you know, and limiting abundant life, no doubt, it's not about, you know, money and, you know, wealth only. There's so much more to it. I get it. But I just think that those two things are just so easy to do. And the impact from people that I've suggested to do that um, will just blow them away. Um, and then the third thing I'm going to say, just, you know, your network is your net worth. Um, there's a saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Um, I disagree with that. I think it's who knows you, mm-hmm. okay, which is very, it's close, but it's a, it's like mm. one of the most 2% distinctions that changes everything. Uh, um, so I've got, like, so you no longer need to introduce yourself. I got some of my screen, which by the way, I'm not, you know, that's my personality and I'm not trying to push, you know, my goals and, um, you know, my, my journey on anybody else. Cause I, I think there's people that will hear that and go, oh gosh, I couldn't think of anything worse, but that's not, you know what I mean? That, that's not me, um, but I just believe that putting yourself out there and mingling, like you, what, what do they say? Like if you take the five people that you're closest to and spend the most time with, mm-hmm. throw them in a blender, press go, right? It'd be pretty messy and a lot of blood would be get spewed, <laughs> spewed around, but you spit out, right? You pour it into the glass and that's you. So yeah. my question is like, are you, are you consciously choosing those five people or have they chosen you? So a good example there would be a family member because um, your growth, make, make no mistake about it. Again, Wally, you know this, right? This mm-hmm. is you, me, and everybody listening. Your growth intimidates people around you that don't want to grow. Mm. This is not a good thing, right? Provided on the assumption you wouldn't be listening to this if you didn't want to be a man of abundance and live an abundant life. Well, an abundant life is absolutely, I know this, it's about two things, growth and contribution. So if you're not growing, you're dying, and if you're not hanging out with people that are allowing you to grow and um, celebrating your growth, I think that that's a mistake. Um, and then contribution, you know, it comes to things like 
you know, giving to the homeless and, you know, like pro bono, you and I do this, right? Like businesses, yeah. a lot of the time, look, they're flat broke, right? When they come to look for a guy like you or I, it's too damn late a lot of the time, right? Well, do pro bono coaching all the time, right? Can't do it all the time. I could never do it as much as I'm kind of asked, quote unquote, right? But, but providing a little bit of that, but a contribution, right? Not worrying about remuneration, but worrying about contribution. I think that's very, very important. So, Network is your net worth would be number three. Make sure that you're out there um, mingling with people um, that are leveling up and making you level up to rub shoulders with them. And um, and I think the two words that I would associate with that are growth and contribution. And I think if you want to live, you know, you want to be a man of abundance, I believe that growth and contribution should be two things that you're really um, fixed on. So so that's what I'd say to that, man. I'm not sure if you agree but there you go <laughs> i totally answer. agree i totally agree the only thing that i would add to that is making those connections is finding out who you can connect with other people because uh, they yeah. will always remember that who connected us oh it was that dude yeah and they'll always yeah, do that. Yeah, you gotta put that in contribution for sure love it dude high yeah, five absolutely so love what it. rituals make the biggest impact in your life carl uh i wake up at 5 a.m you know again i look so Hockey is kind of my thing, right? And again, I often use the example, like if you take a, a Wayne Gretzky or like if you're a football player, it could be Tom Brady or whoever, um, you know, whoever it's going to be. You just spilled Jose Pinsenko. It's the only name I can think of right now, which I think is a horrible name. But anyways, yeah. what the hell, let's go with it. I'm clearly not a baseball guy. Um, but, you know, you know, the second name that comes to my mind is Mark McGuire. I'm spitting out all these guys that yeah. have steroids. But anywho, um, <laughs> the level of effort. Okay, let's just go Wayne Gretzky. Let's go to a sport I know. Okay, Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, uh, Connor McDavid is the new stud, right? In the uh, the level of effort in your frame of mind, right? Like you watch them train, and like you'll watch a little clip on Facebook or YouTube, and it's like one minute long. But, I mean, this is how they're training for four hours a day, right? Like, when you think about that, you know, when you think about growing your business or leveling up or becoming an abundant man, you know, if you put in that, like, four hours of that level of intensity, like a professional athlete, the, the results and whatnot, I think, would just blow the average person's mind. So, you know, really get out there and, uh, you know, make connections and work your backside off as yeah. Yeah. Just when I think that I'm, I'm really sticking it to it and do, putting the work in. And then I go talk to somebody like we were just talking about Dennis Holman and I go talk to somebody like him and what his day looks like. I'm like, um, I barely got out of bed, <laughs> you know, compared to some folks. So it's just important <laughs> it's to step up the game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I agree, man. Reading. What would you recommend that our abundant leaders read or listen to and Why? Um, okay. Love that question. I'm a massive reader. I, what I find myself going to nowadays is I, again, and like, I, like I, I love to read a speed read. I'll fly through anything really quickly. I find myself reading, um, you know, blog posts, um, as opposed to full books, but like money master the game is a book that I believe for a family that wants to be um, that money master the game is not only a good read but it's a must read for every family um, in North America in fact globally um, why I'd say that and again if you read the book I hate to give away some of the magic of it but it's 80% psychology 20% mechanics I think you'll find success in anything whether it be sport 
whether it be as a family man, whether it's a relationship with your wife, a relationship with your kids, um, you know, if it's marketing, it's always 80% psychology, 20% mechanics. So money mass of the game is an absolute stinking beauty. Um, Four Hour Work Week, I think that's an unbelievable book. It's funny because, you know, sometimes I'll see on Facebook kind of just make him Ferris in the four hour work week and just, you know, calling him lazy and that sort of stuff. And like anybody who would say that about the book hasn't read the book, right? Mm-hmm. The four hour work week is not about working four hours a week and then sitting on your butt. The four hour work week is about getting 40 hours done in four hours, 40, yeah, 40, sorry, 40 hours done in four, in four hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like in record time, like yeah. that's what the book's about and having a good lifestyle. So like, Again, so the four-hour work week is one that I would recommend. And again, I think a lot of people get thrown off. They they read the the title and uh, you know go a little bit sideways. Outrageous advertising by Bill Glazer, another home run on steroids. Mm. Um, something I'd highly recommend. There's a book. In fact, I'm looking at it right now on my bookshelf. Tools of Titans. Um, basically what it is, so, so he's inter- you know, Tim Ferriss, I'm sure, you know, anybody listening to man of abundance would be a Tim Ferriss fan. And if you're not, I'd encourage you to have a look at him. I do too. But he has taken all of his best interviews, right? And these interviews go for two, three hours sometimes, right? He did Tony Robbins. I think it was like a four hour, um, interview. Mm-hmm. Well, he takes those four hour interviews and he turns it into like two pages of the magic bullets, right? And the, the highlights of the interview. And then again, he keeps it tight, like two, maybe three pages for some of them, but that would be the rarity. Um, two pages. So you go through it. I mean, it's a monster book. I don't know. It is a huge it's 400 book. pages. Yes. Yeah. It is a big book. So, so you go through that, anything that you're looking to learn and explore, um, which abundance wise, you know, your health, your wealth, um, something business related, um, it'll all be in there. And there's just interviews with, you know, the top of the top of the top. In fact, I literally sent a message to a buddy of mine um, this morning. His daughter's got ADHD. She's taken some, you know, she's taking some medication. That's great. It really, really helps her. And I, well, first thing I did when I was done, um, I went and I, because I knew that he had done an interview with somebody in ADHD, but I wasn't sure who it was. But what I do know is that Tim Ferriss interviews the best of the best of the best, right? So, mm-hmm. um, like his interview on ADHD is going to be magic. You know, copied the link, sent it to my buddy. He's like, oh my God, it was amazing, right? So, Tim Ferriss, so basically, um, yeah, this, so he's a bit magic, tools of titans. He interviews the best of the best of the best. So, that's, a, that's another book. Like, I could go through a, a whole bunch and back again, another one, a, a road less, like one out of, outside the box that your readers might not have heard of, but a road less stupid. Um, I think that that's absolutely magic. Um, so, but I think it's also relevant because I, I think the reason you're asking the question, but I, I also find myself on blog posts because um, I find that, you know, like Seth Godin, that's an example. He does mm-hmm. a daily post. He was the inspiration to a large degree of me doing this daily email. Um, so, you know, you go there and he just like, you know, of seven days, I would comfortably say that three of them, I don't want to say it's a waste of time because never a waste of time. And Seth is very, very good. But like once, twice, three times a week, there's just a small little nugget in there and it's magical the thing is it takes me 30 seconds to read and i'm a pretty busy guy i don't have time to sit down and read an entire book right um so so that's what i'd say in fact, 
actually, one thing I can't, so Dan Kennedy is obviously in bad shape. I don't know how much people know about Dan Kennedy, but mm -hmm. again, I've been a mentor of mine. I've never met him, never saw him live. I'm not that fanboy guy that goes around and hangs out um, in events, but Dan Kennedy has been a huge inspiration. And I think he's a man who, you know, when he just, you know, and when he passes and it looks like that'll happen reasonably soon, he has made a, you know, a huge impact um, and he has created, um, you know, he, he's created some content that I think is totally like Chelsea from the it, but the ultimate marketing plan, I feel like not giving that props here with the state that Dan Kennedy's in would be wrong, but, but I'm not doing that just to give him props. I'm doing it because the book is life changing. In fact, I, yeah, I built an entire presentation around it as the actual, um, it's over a decade ago, but just the ultimate marketing plan is amazing. Um, and one that I would recommend to your listeners that are interested in, you know, they're a sales guy, they're a marketing guy, an entrepreneur, ultimate marketing plan would be great. So hopefully that's helpful for your folks. That's absolutely helpful. That is a top-notch list. Only two of that entire list I have not personally heard of. Dan is just amazing. I had a, absolutely been following him for a long time. And, uh, yeah, no, he's not doing great, but uh, he's certainly contributed to the world and definitely to my world. So, yeah. Carl, what do you feel holds most Agreed, people man. back from living a life of true abundance? Oh, it's one word. Just, well, okay, one word is fear. Um, the same thing that stops you from jumping off the cliff um, is the same thing that stops you from picking up the phone and really changing your life. So it's fear. But I think if you go deeper, there's two. And by the way, this is shamelessly stolen from Tony Robbins. But you've got, there's two fears. One is that you're going to lose a love. Okay, so if I phone you and you tell me to piss off, um, you know what I mean? Although we don't know each other, but that's you taking love away from me, right? Taking mm -hmm. connection, of lo love connection, put the, the words together, right? So you're taking connection away from me, telling me to buzz off. That hurts. We don't pick up the phone. So um, loss of love and then fear of not being enough, right? And that same phone call, it's like, oh my God, he's right, right? Like I'm cold calling this guy, who do I think I am, right? Business owners might be committing suicide and divorce rates might be through the roof and families hurting and kids ending up in, you know, cigarettes, pot, and then the hard drugs as a result of dad not being totally present and, you know, not feeling the stress of his business. But, you know, I don't have any right to be cold calling this guy. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. so that feel of feel, fear of not being enough is the other one. So fear of um, loss of love and not being enough, uh, those two things stop everybody um, dead in their tracks, and you've just—if you can realize that—you'd be so much better off. In fact, I might just riff here a little bit, but like on that same note, right? So if you spend significantly less money, okay? So we know a lot, there are lots of folks like you introduced me to a billionaire that runs around shopping for Louis Vuitton and Gucci and all this other crap. I, I can tell you that this person is not fulfilled, right? Yeah, and that's not to say, when I say that, I'm talking about regularly. That doesn't mean they can't go buy the Louis Vuitton purse for their wife. That's great. But if they're doing it on a regular basis and like shopping becomes their quote-unquote thing, their release, you're pretty much dealing with somebody who's not fulfilled. End of story. And there's nothing worse than fulfillment, um, sorry, achievement without fulfillment, right? So, so in actuality, like if you think about it, so GQ, Cosmopolitan, all these blogs, all these websites, CNN, Fox News, they're designed to disrupt you. They're designed, in fact, let's go to GQ magazine. Okay, like we're guys, right? I imagine mostly guys listening. GQ's magazine is designed to make us unhappy. 
right? It's, it's just actually, no, I take that back. It's designed to make a gap between where we're at to where we want to be, right? And just think of the suit, like think of the clothes that the guy's wearing or he doesn't have a top on and think about his chiseled chest and whatnot, right? They're not putting the full Monty on there, right? They're not putting the, the fat dude on the front of GQ with no shirt on. Like it's not happening and it won't happen any, happen anytime soon. Yeah, my right? sexy dead bod so is definitely not going to make it on there. <laughs> Yeah, mine neither, dude. Mine neither. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. But anywho, so but if you think about it though, that's I believe that's really, really powerful. And I believe that it can bring us back. So and I share that because my opinion, only my opinion, um, is just that that, you know, so if we can if we can just, you know, feel a more sense of fulfillment and and sense of love for our Ourself, control. I can't control how much you do or do not like me, Wally. Right? I can influence it, but I can't control it. So for me to sit here and put any time on that relationship or any, including our children and our wife, but again, we can influence it, and we have to influence it in a positive way. Otherwise, we won't. You know, we're not going to have that same sense of happy. You know, feeling of happy or happiness. But like, ultimately, that's right. So if you, if everybody was, where I'm trying to go with this is that if everybody was fulfilled sales we would all be out of business put it that way and i believe that's very very powerful bit of advice both from a position of shit i should really stop buying all this crap because it's not getting me anywhere and just wasting a bunch of money right think of what i said about um when you asked me the question about abundance like with your expenses but like ultimately you wouldn't need to because you just you'd already have that sense of satisfaction so those really, you know, the multimillionaire and potentially the billionaire, whatever it is, that doesn't spend any money. He's just a dude that's fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's going to go, yeah, but he's got a $300,000 yacht. And he's got or a $3 million yacht and he's got an airplane. But I'm like, yeah, but in some cases, those things are actually designed that like there's a functionality for the guy having an airplane so they can get to and from quickly and he can inspire, contribute at a higher level, right? So again, this is not something that can be seen as a, you know, a guy who's unfulfilled spending dough. So anyways, I think that that is um, my opinion is that that's a powerful bit of advice that if you are totally self-confident and fulfilled within yourself, there's no, you just, you, the money that you'd spend and the need that you'd feel for all these things would go down big time. And I think that that's a good thing because you'll never buy the watch. Like, I love watches, right? Mm-hmm. I don't buy a watch. It's just, it's another one for my collection. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know, when you when you say stuff like that, I, I totally agree. And I'm I'm I just have the pleasure of knowing so many people that are just crazy wealthy, and you wouldn't even know it. I mean, literally wouldn't even know it. I mean, look at I mean, we we talk a lot about all these different folks, but one of the perfect examples is Gary V. I mean, that guy, he he got he got a jet, and everybody beat him up because of it. But he said, look, I'm doing this only because I travel so darn much and I have to get from one place to another like quick. You know, that's the only reason why I have my own jet. And then he's still at yard sales buying stuff and selling it on eBay and on Facebook and whatnot. <laughs> I, love, I love it. I love it cracks guy, me man. up. The last question here, Carl. And that he's a is, great mentor, man. Yeah, I think so, too. I really do. I have my boys listen to him, and I don't care how he talks. I just it's great, great uh, information. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyhow, yeah. um, what does being a man of abundance Mean to call Brian. What does being a man? I, I think I said it a minute ago. I think being fulfilled, mm-hmm. right? Like not feeling like I got to buy a watch or buy a car or buy something else to feel that sense of fulfillment again. Because achievement, by the way, shamelessly stolen from Tony Robbins again. Achievement without fulfillment 
is the ultimate failure, mm-hmm. right? So, so I'd like to, I just, I feel like a sense of fulfillment um, would be what, um, you know, a person of abundance is. And it's, and it's not that hard, you see? So if I, you, 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 know, you put somebody in front of me, you know, a young man really trying to kill it. I go, look, how much money would you need to be totally satisfied? And they go, oh, like 10 million is a number that gets thrown out a lot, right? Mm. So 10 million bucks. And I go, okay, so what would you do? So what are the things that you actually want? And then if you go through and then he lists the things that he wants, you're actually going to see that he needs nowhere near $10 million. <laughs> but what he really has to know, because like as an example, he doesn't need to go buy his own jet, right? Like he, especially in this day and age, you know, like the Uber of jets, I can't remember the name of it is, but this is out there. And the guy really doesn't, he's not Gary Vee. You know, he's mm-hmm. not doing three events a day. He's not doing an event a day. He doesn't need to be in another city a day. It's just like when he takes his family on a holiday. He doesn't want to go hang out at the airport, right? Like, right. you don't need a jet for this. In fact, that's a really stupid decision because it's, you know, if you know about owning a jet, I mean, stupidly expensive, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, so I, again, it just, you'd be surprised how much less money that you actually need. And it really lies about $10,000 a month. I mean, obviously, there's some bells and whistles above that, but anybody who earns $10,000 a month comfortably can live a great life in a great suburb with a great family and have all the vacations they want if they're responsible. Again, if they're running around buying Louis Vuitton and, you know, like these, you know, $10,000 watches, then 10, you know, 10 grand a month's not going to get it done. But once again, that's the person who's probably not fulfilled and they're buying into the GQ thing too much because they're, you know, they don't look like the guy on the front of the magazine. So I think fulfillment is the, uh, is the answer, boss. Yeah, That's totally agree with that, man. I've been saying that for so darn long, and it's great to hear you say that as well. And I think it was Marquee Jets that was started by Jesse Itzler. It's one of the ones like the Uber of Jets that you could uh, charter oh, a cool. jet, and that's a great uh, great story in itself. <laughs> yeah, Jesse. love it. But, brother, we are going to close this up, man. I greatly appreciate your time. Before we close this up, we, man, you said so much. You dropped so many darn value bombs. It's ridiculous. But what did we not talk about? You want to ensure that our abundant leaders get out of our conversation today? And how how can we get more of you? How can we learn more about where you're at and how to con- get connected with your tribe? Well, what would I say? So here's, again, a little bit outside the box and a little bit self-serving, by the way. But, like, what I do is I help business coaches, right? So – my opinion. So if someone were to say to me, okay, well, that's great, but why would I become a business coach? And the reason I'd say Warren Buffett is the highest paid business coach slash consultant on the planet. He gets paid a little bit differently than the business coaches of the world, but, but really he, he, he provides his time and his money to or, and time and his money to businesses that he can influence. And if he can't influence you positively, he doesn't do it. Right. So think of the power of that. So it's, that is a business consultant 101. But again, he gets paid a little bit differently than we do, you know, in stocks and that sort of thing. But in the end of the day, that's what he's doing. So he's 88 years old. It gets better than that. At the age of 60, Warren Buffett, I mean, obviously he was a rich man and pretty well known in his own little circle. But like on a general conversation like this, Warren Buffett's name wouldn't have been getting dropped, right? So like what I mean is at 60, he was not a, a public figure, we'll call it. And then at 88, he is. So Warren Buffett will walk into a room, get paid a million dollars to stand on stage, talk for 15 minutes, walk out, and then have like hundreds of people lined up for him to sign autographs, right? Show me another industry where between the age of 60 to 88, you can sign autographs, right? Like it doesn't, outside of owning a professional sports franchise, it doesn't really happen, right? So, 
so what I'd say, so becoming a business coach, like sure, you know, it's not a one way ticket to make millions of dollars a month. Like that's not really what becoming a business coach is about. I mean, you can absolutely do that. Many have, but the magic of it is that you become a business coach. Now, let's say somebody listening is 50 years old. Well, you're going to make say a hundred grand, hopefully more, right? But let's just put you to a hundred grand to make sure you're making enough to cover all the bills, great lifestyle, home office for a few years. But in three years, you're going to be better at it. It's going to be easier. You're going to have a larger network. Getting clients is going to be easier. Getting results is going to be easier. So on your 55th birthday, things are much easier than when you're 50, right? And then on your 60th birthday, which now you're 10 years into it, it's going to be easier again. Your network's going to be that much bigger, and you're going to be able to charge that much more, right? So you could have like, you know, five clients to pay you three grand a month, let's say, right? You're making a few hundred grand a year, and it's a nice, easy life in semi-retirement and you and your wife can go cruise around in the RV or live in Mexico or what, what have you because we do all this stuff on the phone. And then you're going to have your 65th birthday and you're going to be better again, more expensive again, easier again, and then your 70th easier again, right? You kind of follow up versus you're a realtor. There's no repeat sales in real estate. And then by the way, like when you turn 60, it depends on what kind of shape you're in. But if you can't get up and down the stairs, you're not selling many houses. Like mm -hmm. that's not happening, right? And then also what we do for a living and nobody knows this better than you, but like we learn to build businesses for a living. So when I'm coaching you, you're coaching me. Often the coach learns more than the student. Like that's Every like time. when I do a speaking event, I always talk like I'm going to learn more than all the participants combined because like on a new topic, that's the way it goes, right? So so I think that there's some um, some serious magic in that. And in fact, there's three ways to make money in this world. There's businesses, stocks, and real estate. There's none outside. Somebody said to me once, lottery tickets, but that's a business. That's just a, that's a business transaction where you spent five bucks on a ticket and you might've made a million. Like that's an unbelievable return, but that's a business transaction, right? So there's business stocks. You're betting on somebody else. Real estate, reality is you need a decade and you have very little influence over it because the you know the market when it did business you could buy a hundred pairs of shoes and double your money within 30 days and do that consistently when you understand marketing like you and i do so mm -hmm. on that 50 55th 60 65th birthday what you've learned in those 15 years you no longer need to be a business coach if you don't want to which i'd imagine you do but you could have a couple businesses running on the side and because you know how to run a business at such a high level through coaching all these entrepreneurs and everything that you know, guys like you and I learn, it's totally magic. So, so that was my, my, um, once again, a conveniently, right. A little bit of a sales pitch for what we do, but that's more to the point. I want to educate people on, if you were to ask me, should I become a business coach? That's why don't become a business coach to make millions of dollars in three years, become a business coach to change lives, starting with your own and have a great life, right? Because 10 years goes very, very quickly, unfortunately. So that's what I'd say to that boss. I'm not sure if that's what you're looking for. And anybody who wants to find me, um, there's a number of ways to do it. But my magazine is the Six Figure Coach Magazine. You can see me there. That's pretty popular. And, of course, carlbryan.com. Um, you could go there and drop me a message. And I've got a blog on there where I do my, my daily emails. If anybody wants to go check out what I'm about, what I have to say, it's that's what I got for you, man. Man, wonderful. And listen, guys, you got to check out Carl's emails. <laughs> they're, they're to say they're entertaining and educational, all the all the things they need to be for to keep. I don't read long emails. When I see an email and it's any, if I have to scroll down, 
I'm, I might read the headline. That's it. Done. But I yeah. do read every. Well, I gotta. I gotta admit, Carl. I can't keep up with the daily one. It's just too much, man. But I, I have them all cataloged over there, and and I try to follow them, especially when it's a repeat from. You're tricky, dude. Because the, you know, if you didn't read last week's email or yesterday's email, I'm like, ah, oh, dang it. I gotta go back and read yesterday's. Email. But it's a pleasure. It truly is a pleasure, man. I love it, and I get so much out of it personally and professionally. And then I can always take that, apply that in my personal life and in my clients' lives, man, and their business. It's just brilliant. Love it. So, Carl, I knew this would be an amazing conversation. Thanks for taking the time to jump on. Go out, live your life of abundance, and keep paying it forward, brother, because you're making a difference in my life and my family's life, and that is trickling out into the community and into the world. Cool, man. Well, thank you so much. Well, I really appreciate you, man, and honestly, the props are... uh I really do appreciate the kudos, man. But you're doing the same thing, man. Love your podcast, dude. Keep doing what you do. And uh, it's an honor, man. That's all I can say. Thank you so much, bud. My pleasure. All right, guys. Carl laid down a pretty serious kick in the gut moment there that lingered on for quite some time. And I know many of you are going through some stuff in your life, and it may seem like it's the end of the world, but I assure you, it is not. It may at the very least be the end of a chapter in your life and the start of another one. Look at it that way. Reframe the situation. And listen, don't let me sit here and counsel you because I'm not a counselor. I'm just a man who has been around for quite a while and I've been through quite a bit of stuff in my short 50 years of life. And I've had many conversations with others who have been through even worse stuff than I have, and they're doing pretty damn good today. So I know that you can pull out of whatever it is that you're going through at this point in time. And listen, specifically, if it's business related, get connected with me. I have a lot of people on my side, Carl being one of them, and 700 other business strategists in 24 different countries that I can connect with. And not just them. I got many other connections outside of that. We will figure out what your issue is within your business. We will find a solution for it. We will get on it. We will make things better. Now, go out and live your life of abundance and make sure to pay it forward. That's all for today, Abundance Leaders. For more about our guests and the powerful information we shared with you today, be sure to sign up for our mailing list at menofabundance.com. We appreciate your time and look forward to hanging out with you on our next episode. So until then, be sure to pay it forward and live your life of abundance.